This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport fan network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is... You in? You Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Well, hang on, it might be Lube. It's a very good <laughs> yeah, evening. Get your Lube out, mate. To the Reds Report. This is Barnsley FC's longest running podcast, sponsored or powered by Barnsley Sports, and of course, part of the TalkSport Fans Network. So, as always, our esteemed panel has gathered um, from the wrong side of the Pennines, but on the right side for all the Barnsley fans. Reds Report, Ian, how are you this evening? Very well, Carlo. You, you okay, guys? Yeah, and from his oh, boudoir, and we're not going to ask what's in his cup, but he looks a bit... Uh... Oh, it's tea. It's only tea. Of course it is. It's Steve. Steve, how are we doing? I'm having some tea. Yeah. In bed. <laughs> <laughs> Leave the camera as it is. We don't want to see who's there. Right, um, boys, um, Saturday, of course, uh, all about um, Bolton away, first leg. The preferred 11, as I think we can, I know there's always issues and we talk about the enigma that is Adam Phillips, um, but Mads Anderson at the back. Um, what were your thoughts going into it? Ian, you go first, because we saw the night before, what, what can happen when you get it wrong, when mm-hmm. Wednesday got a, a hiding away at, at Peterborough. Um, what were your Did thoughts they? going oh, in? What, was, was, was it going for the win? Was it just don't lose, keeping the style? How, how did you view it, Ian? Uh, well, I said last week um, when we did the predictions, I said just stay, uh, be in the tie, be in the second leg. And um, obviously, we saw what happened to Wednesday um, on the Friday night. And and I think I think Duff and Everett both commented after the game some over the weekend that maybe both sets of players, I think both sets of fans and players were quite happy with the draw. Having seen what had happened, you just want to still be in the tie. Um, so I was... I was expecting Bolton to throw the kitchen sink at us. You know, 23,000 on, a real chance to have a go at us. We'd not been good in the last couple of games. I was wondering whether we'd snap out of that, and we did. We were much more like the team that played a few weeks ago, and um, I thought I thought we were superb. I thought we controlled it, um, and I think we nullified, nullified them, to be fair. So... Um, Slightly tinged with thinking we could have probably have won it. We had enough, we had the better chances, and their keeper made the better set, uh, was the busier keeper. 
But um, I was really happy at how we sn snapped out of that lull we'd had against MK Dons and Peterborough and uh, put in a great performance, I thought. Steve, it, 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 it's hard to think for me of a better away performance over the last couple of months because bearing in mind it was a different type of game. Is it fair to say that we we improved where we should have improved and we rose to the occasion almost to keep ourselves in the game away from home, which has been our sort of Achilles heel, uh, Achilles heel all, eve, all season, hasn't it, really? Yeah, um, it were a cracking performance. Uh, you, and you, you started with the enigma that is Adam Phillips and I thought, for me, he had one of his better games. I actually, I actually saw him, saw him do a little bit more than he normally does, which, which, which was nice to see. But I think as a team, they played really well. Um, the 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 young lad is where it Bradley down down the uh, down our right. I mean, he he, he gave Cadden a, a torrid time, but he, he you know. The doubled up on him and and they managed to eventually keep him quiet. But as a as, as a performance, yeah, I expected. I probably expected a little bit more from Bolton. I thought they would have come at us more, um, but we controlled it. We controlled pace of the game. I thought Luca Luca Connell were imperious. Right, that one down, Carlo. Imperious in middle of midfield. Um, he, he he ran sure for quite quite a lot at time. Um, their keeper. I've got to say, it was, was outstanding. He made a couple of really, really good saves. And I thought Eisted were unlucky. I really do. It came in, bounced in front of him. How many times do you see that on a Saturday on Match of the Day and what have you? Tried his best to keep it down. It just shot out. Um, it, it, it was just one of them things. I suppose he wouldn't have scored if Kitchen had been in front of his man. But, you know, somebody will probably say, well, man got in front of him. If Kitchen had been in front of his man, he probably wouldn't have got a touch on ball. But it doesn't matter. We got we got what we wanted in a way, which was back at Oakwell. We are clean slate. Yeah. Yeah. Ian, um, Steve just said, and, and I agree. Like you expected him, especially at the start, everything was coming down that side. Cadden, not saying struggling, but Cadden's probably going forward and, and whipping those crosses in and, and supplying the service for our strikers. But he, he had defensive work to do um, a, a lot more in the first 10, 15 minutes. Is it fair to say that as we grew in the match, we, we nullified him a little bit more? It's not like they ran out of ideas, but whatever they tried, just our midfield to me, probably one of the best matches I've, 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 yeah. I've seen him play. Yeah, I thought the midfield three was superb. They they highlighted it on um, on Sky TV as well. They they were raving about the three. I thought the discipline of the three. Steve's right. Luca Connell was imperious. I thought he was superb. Didn't put a foot wrong. Um, but the, the the way they they played as a three as a unit, the way they went across the pitch, just they'd just been dr really well drilled and, to, and right over the pitch. I mean, we look so much better when Anderson's at the back, don't we? We look so much yeah. more, more secure. Um, Cadden, I think the first 20 minutes, they, they were a little bit on top. Not quite what I expected. I was expecting kitchen sink. But I think early on, Cadden realised he was in for a bit of a shift. Uh, but fair play, he stuck to his duty. And like Steve said, doubled up on that Connor Bradley um, and kind of nullified it. And then we grew into the game and then we dictated the pace. We got on the ball we we either slowed it down or, or you know sped it. We dictated it, and and same for like periods of the second half as well. And even when they got one one and they had a bit of, I think there was a graphic at one point where we'd only had about eighteen percent possession. But I never felt like our backs were 
to the wall no. at all. And no. then again, we got on the ball, settled it down. And then in, in the last ten, five or 10 minutes, there was only us in it. We forced corner after corner and could have probably nicked it 2-1. Um, what about the front two, Steve? Um, Tedich starting instead of Norwood. Um, my personal observation for what it's worth, I thought he did a lot, a lot of work. I thought he got a lot of those balls, a lot of nice layoffs, trying to play, you know, uh, Devante calling. He worked very hard and I thought he was very effective. And I know he might have not scored a goal, but I think he kept the defence on the toes constantly. Um, obviously, Cole and, and, and Tedic were replaced. How did you see the front two? Um, Tedic, for me, last two or three games where he's either started or come on, um, has looked a fairly decent player. I've got to say, he, he looks, you know, he looks as though he has got some skills. Uh, I would have liked to have seen more of him probably previously throughout the season. Um, but Colin Norwood basically have kept have, have kept him on bench, haven't they? Um, I can't say I was surprised with team selection starting Teddy and Cole. Um, Teddy obviously being a, a, a big lad, bit of a target man. Duff must have thought that's that's the way he wanted to play that first leg. Uh, Cole, I thought played played quite well. Had some really nice touches, some nice chances. Um, but when we play on Friday, I've got a funny feeling that Norwood will start. To be honest, yeah. because at home, I think he will use Norwood, even if it's only for. He, he says to him, you know, go out and run your run your blood to water for sixty minutes, uh, and just be an absolute pain in their ass. And I think he will. He will do that and he'll bully their defenders and he'll get on that Santos. I mean, that Santos is in team at, team at season, isn't he, with, with Anderson. Yeah. And yeah. you can see he, he looks a good he looks a good player, really good player. Did Tedich or Cole sort of give him a lot to do or a lot to think about? Maybe not enough. I'd like to see Norwood on him, knocking him about, bit of elbowing, bit of pushing, bit of shoving. And just to sort of break break him up, break game up a bit. Yeah. Um, let's play devil's advocate then, um, Ian. Oakwell sold out, two thousand one hundred thirty-eight, whatever they are. Bolton fans, top corner. Mm. Uh, let's let's keep them quiet. How do you approach that if you were Bolton manager? What can you say? Because Barnsley at home, I think, are a different proposition than Barnsley away. I'm not saying we were cautious, but I think. They almost allowed us to play our game and play that press and 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 mix the you know stop them building from midfield and, and and turning the tide. Did you see anything for which you thought, oh, need to keep an eye on this? Because you know, was there anything? What do you do with your Ian efforts? Do you go out to your play and say just go for it, or does that play in our hands? Because we know if if we get the ball in midfield with the pace and and, and personnel we've got, we could we could counter real easy. How how does? As an opposition manager, how do you approach this this second leg? I thought Bolton's real threat. They give there was nothing much through the middle. I thought it was from the width. I thought that Williams and Connor Bradley were a, a potential handful. A lot come through them too, oh. and I would fear their width. And Dion Charles, who scored, knows where the net is. And I just I just feel if I was ever, I'd probably say. Um, soak it up and try and play him on the counter and go either go long sometimes or play it into the channels and really push Bradley and whoever they play on the other side and really run at our full-backs 
and um, try and hit on the counter because they've got pace. That would that's what I would probably say. Um, because I thought that was their, their their probably strongest point on Saturday. So I would, if if I was ever, that's what I'd say. Go and hit them on the counter and uh, lull them into false sense of security, and then and then go go fast and uh, use that that Bradley because he had a hell of an engine on him. Yeah. Steve, as Barnsley manager, you've seen what happened at Bolton. What would you say to your team about the strength of Bolton and how we can how can we win a match without? Giving them because if they score first, it sort of all turns around again. What would be your words of advice to, to keep an eye out for in this reverse fixture? Do you know what I'm going to mirror what Ian said? Um, their their threat was was the width was Bradley. Um, I must admit he did stand out for me. He looked he only looks a young lad. Never seen him before. Um, He's got he's got an engine on him, and he's he's certainly he's rapid, really is. Um, so I think that they're aware of that now. Uh, I must say I would like to see Barry Cotter on the bench, just maybe for second half, maybe because I think because we did that much defending, l- looking after after Bradley and did you say William? It were Williams, weren't it, yeah, on the other side? Yeah, I think last. 20 25 minutes, both our fullbacks were rightly so quite tired. They weren't going forward as much, or they didn't seem to be. And I think that would have been a good time to put somebody like Cotter in, who is rapid himself and likes to get forward. And I think that that might be something to look at last, like I said, last 20, 15, 20 minutes. Um, but threat wise, again, is it's just. It is that width. Um, interesting that one um, about Cotter, isn't it? Because if you go back to sort of like halfway in the season when Williams came back and then we changed the formation and things started clicking into place. And um, at, at times I, I look at him and, and this, this is a really, really, really good player, but he always seems to be chasing balls. There's a high ball he chases and he tries to outrun the defender. From what I've seen from Cotter, he seems far more confident taking players on along that byline and sort of running. Um, the, you mentioned the bench there, Steve. Ian, we have got the advantage or whatever you want to call it. That There is quality on the bench now, isn't it? If you look at like a Luke Thomas that sits on the bench. Yeah, um, absolutely. If you look like a Watters last Saturday, Norwood, Barry Cotter, there is different ways in 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 in, in which um, Duff can influence or, or or change the match. Who would you name on the bench? So forget, you know, this is a one-off match in it. Winner takes all, isn't it? Because it's you know one-one. Who would you place on the bench? I'm. I know Duff did praise Tedich, and and rightly so. He had a good game, and he had probably the the guilted chances. <clears throat> I just we we need to be clinical on Friday. It could be a really close game. This could go all the way. You know, the, the two teams have not been split much all season, and we could even go to extra time. I just we quite weren't quite. Uh, yeah, Trafford made a couple of good saves, and, and Tedich was a bit unfortunate because he tried. He had a two couple of chances where he tried to dink the keeper, which was good rather than just smashing it against him. But we need to be clinical. I think that's where like. Norwood in the penalty area is that wily old striker. Um, so I think probably maybe Tedich goes back to the bench. 
Um, you've got Waters to come off. Luke Thomas can change a game last 20 minutes or in extra time if he has to come on for fresh legs. It, it's gonna. I think it's pretty much going to be the, the bench bar maybe one change. I think, like you say, like Steve said, maybe Norwood comes in, Teddy drops to the bench. And, and the lads who were there on on Saturday will probably be there on Friday. Uh, I don't see anybody majorly being dropped to the bench um, or anybody coming in from from the shadows somewhere, suddenly coming on the bench. So I think you, you, you'll pretty much still see the same, what is it, 16 or whatever, with the five on the bench or whatever it is. Um, maybe just a slight adjustment. But you, we've got we've got players who can, who can affect a game, Luke Thomas being one of them. Um, Steve, just talk about the fans, Dan. Um, I think there's no doubt that, you know, a 1-1 scoreline has helped Phil Oakwell because it's all to play for. You'd have gone there at 1-3-0. I think you would have been trouble, you know, probably because people will start saving the money for Wembley. If you're 3-0 down, people think I might as well watch it on Sky because we're never going to make it anyway. So a 1-1 has probably helped. But still, what an amazing achievement effort from the Barnsley fans. Pontian sold out. East up. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? You reds? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. For East Lower, that whole side of the West End, West sold out. I mean, it's going to be, it, it's got everything, hasn't it, to be one of those historic nights that people will be talking about in five, six, seven, eight, nine years. I think, I think first and foremost, you've got to talk about the fans that were at Bolton. Mm. Because mm. you could hear them singing. How many, how many Bolton fans were in, did you say, in 20 odd thousand? 2021? 20, well, it's 23 that was the attendance. So there was about, what, 2,100 bands. So you're right. You could hear them you all, You could hear Barnsley singing nearly all the way through. And there were times where Bolton were, shh, couldn't hear a thing. So, you you know, you've got to, you've got to doff your cap to them guys that went and, and sang their hearts out for 90 minutes. Um, Friday night could be, in a way, pivotal as, as Barnsley want to move forward. Um, not just on the pitch, but off the pitch as well, because it's the opportunity for people to come in. And let's face it, if it's full, there's going to be people there that's possibly never been to a match before. And if we can put a performance on, get into Wembley, we'll hopefully make them people want to come back more and watch the good football that Barnsley are playing. But on the flip side to that, let's not... Let's not forget that it's been an amazing season up to Friday. Whatever happens on Friday, win, lose, or draw, how good a season has this been? And it's exceeded, it's, it's exceeded everybody's expectations because 
coming off last season when we got a shite manager. We got players that didn't want to play for us. We got some players that wanted to kick up backside. Duff comes in, you know. I can't talk about Duff because I get really excited and it lifts my laptop up. Um, oh, oh, told you, told you. Oh, other side, told you. He's pretty in his hands if I did that. Um, you know, it, that guy's coming and he has worked wonders. So whatever happens on Friday, the people that are there, get behind the team. Let's let's make it a night to remember. But let's still support them going forward, no matter what happens, because it's been... It's been a really, really good season. And it's, and I think just just on that as well, I think even if that we don't get the result we want, should st- stay behind and because it's the last chance to see see the lads yeah. before the season finishes and applaud them yeah. off. Even if even if you know Bolton fans are singing about Wembley and you're absolutely gutted, they absolutely deserve one final lap of honour, so to speak, don't they? Even if we don't get the result we want. Yeah. And yeah. last season. I made a comment on a national podcast that the the the, the, the club was rotten from the core within, and uh, the, um, the that was silly, weren't it? Uh, no wonder you can't get anybody on the podcast. No, no, nobody wants to come on. No, let's, let's, be, let's be let's be honest. On the pitch, from what we saw, it's not coincidental, is it? Julian Key comes on board. Uh, Gene Krein comes on board. The Barnsley women are champion of their division. The under 18s have won their division. The first team are in, you know, we're a, 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 a pube away, a cat's whisker away from Wembley. There is something. There is, there is something. We brought pubes into it. <laughs> What's Listen, he got in his head? What's he got in But there is something What's about. You got on your mind. <laughs> there is something about when the club is run and run well. That spreads out to all the teams yeah. because the academy, Nicky yeah. Eden with his team, has had a fantastic season. The ladies have won their division. Um, is it hard to, to maintain that, Ian? If if we don't make it, or if we make it to Wembley and we don't win there, is the expectation going to be different going forward? You'll always expectation will always go through the roof, won't it? Um, but even if it's not to be on Friday or at Wembley, I just hope that, certainly from a board's point of view, that they make the right decisions personnel-wise, that some of these players whose contracts are coming up or due up, that they get tied down. We don't let somebody like Anderson go, or if or if he, go, he does, we, get a, we look for a top replacement and we look to build and give Duff a squad for August to hit the ground running and do it again and build and just be that stepping stone and, and go again next season. I just hope that we can we can keep it going uh, in that respect. What what about you, Steve? Is it is it fair to say that if we if we, it's been a successful season, this 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 match on Friday or the potential final at Wembley is not going to define our season because it's been no, no. fantastic build from from you know from a scrappy we've built a team we've got identity back we there's a certain way that we play we've got a fantastic manager um but there's also like seven million pound difference isn't it between playing in league one or or playing in the championship is it fair to say that if 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 we don't go up you might not get another opportunity to sign people like a Bobby Thomas on loan or to have a Harry Eistat in goal. Is it going to be as a, seen as a, a missed opportunity and maybe a, a step back again? I, mean, I, I don't know. No, it's not a step back. I don't think it's a step back at all. 
Um, if we don't, if we don't go up this time, um, let's face it, none of us, none of us thought we would be going up this time anyway. Um, we'd have been quite happy to be talking now about a mid-table finish after, as I say, what went off last season. Mm. Um, I think the board, you know, have got to be applauded in 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 a lot of ways um, for supporting for supporting Duff for making a fan experience for bringing fans in for trying to trying to do different things but then it's up to them to be honest whether we stay in league one or whether we go up it's up to the board to keep this momentum going we know it's a business but you're only going to make money if you you know you speculate to accumulate so they're going to have to keep supporting they're going to have to put some money in they've got a back they've got a back duff yeah. But I suppose the main thing is they've got to keep older Duff because yeah. yet again he's proved with us in one season what a what a good manager he is. And I think given another given another season with us, keeping hold of him, giving another season with us, if they give him you know, I'm sure he'd love to keep Bobby Thomas. He'd love to keep Eistead. Um God hope he don't want to keep Martin, but anyway, that's another story. Um <laughs> But, you know, maybe if we do stay in League One, maybe he can persuade them. Because at the end of the day, young footballers, I would like to think, want to play football. They don't want to do a Gareth Bale and sit on bench and just take the money every week and get nothing. You know, get no game time. They want to be playing. Burnley's gone up. Bobby Thomas, as good as he is, is not going to get in a premiership side. So maybe he'd, he'd like first-team football. Do you know what I mean? Eisted's not played for Luton hardly all season. Maybe he'd want first-team football, so he, 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 it's up to them to choose to want to stay. But if they go, they go. I'm sure Duff's got a list, as long as his arm, of players he'd like to bring in. Back the man. Let's keep this momentum going all the way through club, through all the teams, ladies' team and everything. Brilliant. And, and I think... Sorry, just on that, I think you look at those lads and even some of the ones who are on loan, they look a happy bunch. Bobby Thomas plays with a smile on his face. You know, a lot of these lads who probably got uncertain futures, they look like if you, I can only go off how they look on the pitch and stuff and the yeah. demeanour around themselves as a squad. They look a happy squad. They look happy to be here, happy to play under Duff and they're playing regularly. So like you say, even if we don't go up, some of them might still be quite happy to say, you know what, I'll, I'll give you another 12 months. Because you look at, I've had a, <laughs> had a bit of a sneaky look at the league table and thinking, well, what if we don't go up? And you look at who's coming up from League 2, Leighton Orient, Stevenage, Northampton, and then one from the Bradford, Carlisle, Salford and Stockport. None of them, all they'll all struggle next season. You look who's coming down from the Championship. Wigan and Reading have not got a pot to pee in. That They're in real dire straits. Blackpool kind of yo-yo a bit. Who knows what Derby are going to look like next season because mm. they they really blew the budget on this season going up. Wednesday, can they afford the contracts? We'd be one of the favourites. There's, there's nobody who's come down from the Championship that I particularly fear. Um, yes, it'll be it's always a tough league, but I think we, if you could keep that squad pretty much together and support Duff, we'd probably be one of the favourites to go up automatic if, if, it, yeah. if we carried on on this vein. Mm-hmm. Um, looking ahead then um, to Friday night, bearing in mind Friday night victory would be fantastic. It's the job half done then, isn't it? Because then there is still 
the Bank Holiday Monday showdown um, at uh, at Wembley. The fans have done their bit, you know. They've 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 sold the stadium out, which is fantastic. I hope that somewhere along those ninety minutes, because let's hope it doesn't go beyond. Because I've never even asked you to do the thing they've practiced penalties, but we'll leave that to another day. I don't want to tempt fate. I hope that somewhere <laughs> I, along. I those hope 90... Phillips has practiced penalties. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere along those ninety minutes, um, you know, and I, I hope there is some sort of tribute, as there always is, to, to, to Beth. Because she is pivotal, and I think you know it, it was started. I think a, a derby, wasn't it? And I just think with the footballing world in in, in England, hopefully glued to, to Sky Sports on Friday night, a sold out stadium. I think that's a, that's a, a you know a real message of support um, for for Beth and for her family. Um, but it's what happens on the pitch that 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 counts and that that matters the most. So Steve, we go to you first today. Um, it's half time. It's one one because that's really how you have to look at it. Yeah. How do you see this one going, Matt Anderson? Ninety first <laughs> minute of his. Do you know what? Eye. I think first. I think first. Probably first half. I'll be. I think I'll be really cagey because it's same as anything in it. Both teams want to win, but neither team wants to lose. So I think it'll be cagey. I think it'll be, it'll be like watching two heavyweight boxers. They'll be landing, landing punches and, and, you know, I think that's just the way the game will go. However, if we can maintain our home form the way we've been playing and Duff, I'm sure, has got a, got a, a game plan in mind after last Saturday, um, I think I think we'll be too strong for him. I really do. I think we'll be too strong for him. Do you want to score now? Yeah, please. And the Barnsley goal scorer. Harry Eistead. Six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> You've been drinking again. Yeah, haven't you? You've been drinking again every time. Is there a pube on that can? I, no, I've, uh, I've not been playing golf <laughs> like some. Working us, look. 3-0. Um, <laughs> Oh, oh, you have been drinking now. <laughs> Three, nil. <laughs> Three nil. Max Max Watters. Because I think after Saturday he might change it up completely and play Watters and Norwood up front. There you go. Just a thought. No, I like it. I like it. And it's it'll not be the first time that you've been right. I mean, there's not been many occasions, <laughs> but there have been times that you've been right. And um, Ian, over to you, what do you reckon? I agree that it'll be KG. I think um, there's a lot at stake. And I think ultimately you've just got to go. I know it's easier said than done. Just go out and win the game. Um, but I think it'll be 1-0 or 2-1. I think there'll be one goal in it. 2-1 Reds. Goal scorer. It's a bloody lottery, they sing it every week. I went with Cole uh, last week. I think I'll go Norwood. Um, So the way I see this going in my head, I think we will win. I think we will score in the first half reasonably early. We'll have to withstand periods of of enormous pressure. I don't think we'll get the winner till about the 83rd, 84th minute. And that's when that... Squeaky bum time till till the final whistle. One thing that I forgot to talk about, um, 
I hope it's a similar referee because he, he went almost unnoticed, didn't he? I thought it, I personally thought yeah. it was yeah. a you know, good match. Yeah. And that shows you the influence of a, a decent referee because it was flowing football. Was there one minute extra time or something in the first half because he just let things go when he was open and honest and really, really good? Um, so we're all saying then, um, the, the goal scorer for me first uh, first will be, um, you know, I will go with Mads Anderson because I just think captain's performance, isn't it? He just needs to cap us. If he can get us to Wembley, that would crown what a season for the uh, for the young Dane. Um, I mean, uh, we will be assembling afterwards, hopefully, if we can sneak a quick victory drink in before you go back to the M62, Ian. Um, town should be buzzing, shouldn't it? It's been a it should be. Are we are we sneaking? Are we not sneaking a quick beer in before we go to the game? That's the thing. That's the question on everybody's yeah. lips. The only way I can you're do not. That, I know you're not. No, you're... no, no. The only way I can do, but it would have to be like fan zone outside, because they're near the stadium to get in and get set up and do what I'm doing for um, commentary. But let it listen. We can. I'm, I'm there after. I'm, I'm there after. I'll, well, I'll, I'll let you know. Am I all right parking, Steve? Where I normally park? Yeah, but shh, don't tell anybody, though, will you? No, no. Else no. my ex-friend um, might have something to say. Although I've not done a Simon Cowell today, so that's he's got not got as much to moan about. Oh, I'm thinking so, about Simon Cowell again. Look, oh, I say, get down. <laughs> um, listen, if you're going to Ogwell on on Friday, it don't matter if you go every single home match, every away match for the past twelve seasons. It don't matter if it's the first time. You've gone to talk well. There's one common goal, isn't it? Our goal on, on Friday is to win the match. And the only way we can do that is to get behind a team. And if somebody slips or somebody, let, you know, makes a bit of an error, let's not get on the back. Let's back the boys. Let's get them to Wembley. And um, as always, make your voice heard and enjoy your evening. You've been listening to The Reds Report, Barsley's longest running podcast, all about Barsley FC, powered by Barsley Sport and part of the Talk Sport network of fans, you Reds. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network.